Hey, welcome. I'm Eric Groon, and this is. These are the voids. They are the voids. These are the voids. Wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? These are the voids. Wouldn't you believe it? Oi, vey. Oim. Hello. Uh, I will try and read a little bit for you guys. Um. And we're still on the Mahatma letters. The mystical Mahatma letters written by Masters K and or KH and M the Mahatma letters as brought to you by the Theosophical Society. One moment. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers. <laughs> ching ching. <laughs> I'm ching ching. I'm ching chinging. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to my roomie. Oh. Bloody hell. Bloody hell, matey. I'm all right. Let me find it here. One moment, please. Stand by. All right, guys. You're on standby. I have to pull it up on my computer. The Mahatma Letters. PDF. The Theosophical Society. By A.P. Sinnott. Okay. Do 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 do. Theosophy World. Okay, let's see. I got hecklers, folks. I got hecklers. You know what I mean? <laughs> hecklers, man. In this day and age, you know, you got fancy video games. You got uh, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You got, uh, you know, tie me up in the back seat of your car. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got uh, TikTok, uh, TikTok, uh, watch the time on the clock. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't expect too many of you to be listening to me reading the Mahatma letters. That is not the right website. <laughs> okay, let's see if this one's the right one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh. Okay, okay. 
Have you ever noticed how the internet changes from one day to the next? Oh, there we go. Transcript. Okay. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Let's get, let's get, let's pull this up. Let's pull this bad boy up. Let's pull this document up, man. What's going on? Couldn't preview file. This file is too large to preview. It's too large, ladies. Uh, let's see. Google Docs. Eh, well, if it's too big for you, I'll go to another site then. You know what I mean? Alright, alright, come on, man. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Full text of the Muhammad Letters Internet Archive. Let's see, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Ah, that's the HTML version, man. Oh, man, give me some body. Give me some body in my in the website, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. Blavatsky Archives. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Okay, 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 okay. Ay, ay, ay. I gotta get the hard copy or something, you know? Sometimes the internet isn't so internet internety inter internety there's not so much uh, it, it isn't so great <laughs> i mean i feel like i'm waiting for dial up folks uh, it's supposed to be the day and age of 5g folks 5G, is it good for anything other than radiating my thyroid? Ah! Does it make my internet faster? No. No, no. Compute does not compute quicker. Alright. Let's scroll down. No whammies, folks. This is great. Finally got to an actual <clears throat> the actual pages of the book. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Internet's lagging. Uh, as you gamers, if any of you gamers are listening. You know that a game lags, man. It's just, it's just downgraded. Thumbs down, man. Thumbs down. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't do nothing with this. I just want to read a book. <laughs> I can't even. If I can't get to it quicker, then I can get to a, a hard copy. This is what what am I paying the what am I paying these people for? What am I paying these people for? 
fiber optics, my gosh. Come on, man. Let's get it. Let's get to the part where I was. Oh, jeez. Come on. What is this? Table of contents. Oh, goodness. Let's see. Boom, 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 boom. 530 pages. Oh, God. So far, I have not even. Okay, let's see. Come on. What? Come on. I did not mean to do this to you guys. Tuned in just to hear me complain. And do lousy accents. Uh, huffing and puffing. Okay, now I got to one. Woo! Section one. The Occult World Series. Letter number one. <laughs> okay. Um. You know what? Uh. I went through enough of the preface last time. I went through enough of the preface last time. If you want to listen to the last episode, you can listen to the last episode. And uh, I already, I, let's get into it. Let's just get into it. The Mahatma Letters, Section 1, the Occult World Series, quote unquote, 1880 to 1881. Letter number one received Simla about October 18th, 1880. Esteemed brother and friend, precisely because the test of the London newspaper would close the mouths of the skeptics, it is unthinkable. See it in what light you will. The world is yet in its first stage of disenthrallment, if not development. Hence, unprepared. Very true, we work by natural not supernatural means and laws but as one oh ooh, but as on the one hand science would find itself unable in its present state to account for the wonders given in its name and on the other the ignorant masses would still be left to view the phenomenon in the light of a miracle, everyone who would thus be made a witness to the occurrence would be thrown off his balance and the results would be deplorable. Believe me, it would be so especially for yourself who originated the idea and the devoted woman who is so foolishly who so foolishly rushes into the wide open door leading to notoriety. This door 
though opened by so friendly a hand as yours, would prove very soon a trap, and a fatal one indeed for her. And such is not surely your object? Madmen are they, who, speculating but upon the present, willfully shut their eyes to the past when made already to remain naturally blind to the future. Far be it from me to number you with the latter, therefore will I endeavor to explain. Were we to accede to your desires, know you really what consequences would follow in the trail of success? The inexorable shadow which follows all human innovations moves on, yet few are they who are ever conscious of its approach and dangers. What are then to expect they who would offer the world an innovation which, owing to human ignorance, if believed in, will surely be attributed to those dark agencies the two-thirds of humanity believe in and dread as yet. You say half London would be converted if you could deliver them a pioneer on its day of publication. I beg, I beg to say that if the people believed the thing true, they would kill you before you could make the round of Hyde Park if it were not believed true. The least that could happen would be the loss of your reputation and good name for propagating such ideas. The success of an attempt of such a kind as the one you propose must be calculated and based upon a thorough knowledge of the people around you. It depends entirely upon the social and moral conditions of the people in their bearing on these deepest and most mysterious questions which can stir the mind, the human mind, the deific powers in man, and the possibilities contained in nature. How many, even of your best friends, of those who surround you, who are more than superficially interested in these abstruse problems. You could count them upon the fingers of your right hand. Your race boasts of having liberated in their century the genius so long imprisoned in the narrow vase of dogmatism and intolerance, the genius of knowledge, wisdom, and free thought. It says that in their turn ignorant prejudice and religious bigotry, bottled up like the wicked gin of old, and sealed up by the Solomons of science, rests at the bottom of the sea and can never escaping to the surface again 
reign over the world as it did in days of old, that the public mind is quite free, in short, and ready to accept any demonstrated truth. I, but is it rarely so, my respected friend? Experimental knowledge does not quite date from 1662, when Bacon, Robert Boyle, and the Bishop of Chester transformed under the royal charter their invisible co college, quote-unquote, into a society for the promotion of experimental science. Ages before the Royal Society found itself becoming a reality upon the plan of the quote-unquote prophetic scheme, an innate longing for the hidden, a passionate love for and the study of nature, had led men in every generation to try and fathom her secrets deeper than their neighbors did. Roma ante Ramulum fuit is an axiom taught to us in your English schools. Abstract enquiries into the most puzzling problems did not arise in the brain of Archimedes as a spontaneous and hitherto, hitherto untouched subject but rather as a reflection of prior enquiries in the same direction and by men separated from his days by as long a period and far longer than the one which separates you from the great Syracusian. The vril of the coming age, quote-unquote, was the common property of races now extinct. And, as the very existence of those gigantic ancestors of ours is now questioned, though in the Himavats, on the very territory belonging to you, we have a cave full of the skeletons of these giants and their huge frames, when found, are invariably regarded as isolated freaks of nature. So the Vril, or Akas, as we call it, is looked upon as an impossibility, a myth, and without a thorough knowledge of Akas, its combinations and properties, how can science hope to account for such phenomena? We doubt not but the men of your science are open to conviction, yet facts must be first demonstrated to them, they must first become their own property have proved amenable to their own modes of investigation before you find them ready to admit them as facts. If you but look into the preface to the micrographia, quote-unquote, you will find in Hook's suggestions 
that the intimate relations of objects were of less account in his eyes than their external operation on the senses, and Newton's fine discoveries found in him their greatest opponent. The modern hookses are many. Like this learned but ignorant man of old, your modern men of science are less anxious to suggest a physical connection of facts which might unlock for them many an occult force in nature, as to provide a convenient classification of scientific experiments, quote-unquote, so that the most essential quality of an hypothesis is not that it should be true, but only plausible in their opinion. And I'll end it there. I'll keep it short. I'll keep these episodes short because uh, it's a lot of wordy uh, words. <laughs> it's a lot of wordy words in the letters. And you know what I mean? This has to be deciphered. Like, he's talking about giants, man. He's talking about giants. Anyway, these, this is the first letter and the first correspondence. Um, and he's definitely uh, referring to some giants in a cave, real life giants. He's not uh, making this as a kind of a. He's saying it's not a myth. And he's saying. Well, you know, uh, people have to, like, regular everyday people have to belong to themselves and have to have freedom of thought and be able to kind of, like, make their decisions on, you know, individually on their own. Um, so, because they would never, uh, in the condition, in, like, the, you know, if he were to go out and start talking in, in uh, back in those days, the 1800s, in Hyde Park, let's say Hyde Park is in London, so uh, I imagine it says it there, it's in London, I've never been there, but, uh, so in those days, uh, you know, uh, apparently he saw things as people kind of, uh, it, it, a mass or a herd, a herd, uh, you know, um, the masses, the masses and the herd mentality, you know, the, the masses, everyone kind of like belonged to this kind of like, you know, uh, collective mindset, you know, there were no real individuals. And so they, they would, they would, uh, all, uh, absolutely. And, uh, reject the idea that there were such things as giants, you know, and, he wouldn't get through to anyone because everyone would just laugh simultaneously at this notion uh, because people were fixed on this uh, uh, common way of thinking, you know, and people weren't really truly, this is the idea that he's trying to get across, people were really truly free to actually be individuals and individual, individually minded and individual thinkers. Um, so he couldn't reach the individual. So he's trying to say, you know, imagine the things that we know, you going out there and talking to them in this day and age. And forget about the scientists, you know, forget about the, the intelligentsia and the higher ups and their invisible college. Forget about, uh, you know, all of them, uh, those uh, so-called occultists, you know, 
they wouldn't even believe it, you know. So it's it's they're still stuck in that kind of like, oh, ho, 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 you know, as somebody said to me today, uh, hoity-toity, a hoity-toity uh, mindset, you know. This is a think the hoity-toity, you know, like nose up in the air type of thing, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but you know what? I don't I make no apologies. I make no apologies for understanding words that uh, we don't use anymore. So, <laughs> you know, I make no apologies, and neither should you. Neither should you. I don't recommend it. Uh, don't apologize for your existence. Just be an individual. That's that's basically it. So uh, this is a lot of words here. So I'm going to, um, you know, get to this next time, and I'll see you next time. God bless. Thanks. Thank you.